The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Director of Outreach Ministry at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Hello, welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. Check us out when you're in our area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for our live stream, or join us in the building for our Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. for our Bible 365 worship service. Uh, for those who, who this might be the first time you've ever uh, listened to the show, we've been uh, for seven weeks, this is the seventh week, discussing spiritual healing. The topic has been spiritual healing, the what and the how. And today's show will complete this series. And I would strongly suggest if you haven't heard the first six shows, I would strongly suggest you go back and listen to those shows. Go to the, uh, my True Transform page on Unity.fm or Unity Online Radio and make sure that you uh, pull up the MP3 downloads. You can Every show has been archived. You can pull them up. Download them to your computer, put them on your iPod, iPad, iPhone, iSomething, and take it with you. So you can take uh, a a minister with you as you go. But anyway, today's show will be mainly on developing the healing consciousness. Now, what I tried to do with the previous six shows was give actually the steps to developing the healing consciousness. But now I'm going to give some uh, a systematic way to develop and work with the principles of healing, so you may uncover the healing power within yourself. Again, no material, no CD, no book, no minister, no guru, no teacher, no priest, no monk can give you anything. I just want to make sure that I reiterate that. We're only talking about the gift of God being stirred up within you, within the individual. We can't give you anything. We can't heal, nor can we uh give you healing power, but we can become vessels or channels or conduits through which the healing power works because we're our, our spirituality. In other words, my humanness doesn't do any of this. So 
what I want to give you today is a five-step plan to work with your own consciousness so you may develop potentially the consciousness that helps bring about what we call spiritual healing. Now, the five steps will be five things that you do. And it has a lot to do with prayer and study, et cetera, et cetera, to help develop the consciousness. So we're going to go right into this. I'm calling this uh, five steps to developing a healing consciousness. Five steps to developing a healing consciousness under the tagline spiritual healing, the what and the how. The first thing to help develop a healing consciousness is using affirmative prayer. Now, Affirmative prayer, or as we talked about it previously on, on I believe it was the show four or five, uh, spiritual mind treatment is using affirmative prayer to help create the consciousness to bring about the healing. Now, one of the things that uh, Charles Fillmore states about um, affirmations and the revealing words that it is a positive statement of truth and that affirmations don't make things happen. Affirmations affirm what is already true in spirit. So learning how to work with affirmative prayer shifts the consciousness and parks it where it can stay on truth instead of looking at what the five senses is telling it. In other words, affirmative prayer focuses on what is right about you in God. And by focusing on what is right about you in God, it helps bring about the manifestation of that in experience. So it's very important that anybody that's developing a healing consciousness to know is they need to work with that need. I don't like using the word need. I would suggest using the power of affirmative prayer. And I say I don't need because God doesn't need. And however God can seek to express through you, God can do without steps. I'm using giving you this so you can have a systematic way of doing things. Anyway, Go back and listen to my show on spiritual mind treatment or Ernest Holmes spiritual mind treatment where I talk about the five steps because I think those things will help a lot. I gave a lot of information on that, and I don't want to go over all of that information again, but I do want to reiterate the point that the mind has to be kept in truth in the sense of, as Scripture says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. We have to make sure that we keep our consciousness on truth. We have to make sure that we keep it on the things that we seek to express. We have to make sure that no matter what, that we understand that the life is only transformed through consciousness. Or so as the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect. So again, don't be conformed to this world. In other words, don't affirm, don't don't be shaped by the things that everybody else is saying and doing, but be transformed. That's that's interchange by the renewing of your minds. Renew means make new again so that you may discern. So when the mind is renewed, you can discern. Discern what? The will of God. And and. During the first show on spiritual healing, the what and the how, I talked about the will of God, the character of God, the central nature of God as being absolute good. What is good and acceptable and perfect. So as we work with these principles, we have to realize that 
Affirmative prayer helps keep the mind there. It helps the mind renew. Uh, the Apostle Paul also wrote in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, and if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Again, that's affirmative prayer. Because in a sense, you're keeping your mind on those things that you seek to express in your life, those things that are true about you spiritually. The next step for developing a, uh, a healing consciousness is meditation. Now, why is meditation so important? Because meditation is contemplation. It's reflection. It's, it's, it's contemplating a, a, a spiritual idea in the context of what we're doing that takes you into a deeper level of the mind that some mystics call the silence. And what happens there is when we disconnect momentarily from the, our human dynamic, it's not to not express humanly because we have bodies, as long as we have bodies, we have to express in this three-dimensional uh, world. But it's detaching so you can go back into the world with power. So while we're in the silence, God is instructing us. God is infusing us with the love, the power, the wisdom, the substance, the life needed to express the will of God in our experience. So it is highly important. And it also says something about, about taking the time to make sure that you're focused. Meditation gives focus because when you take time to relax the body, which allows it to be a better conduit for energy, by the way, when you take the time to relax those thoughts and the worries and the frustrations or the concerns, when you take time to relax the thoughts and just dwell and focus on your oneness with spirit, your oneness with God, your oneness with divine life, your oneness with universal intelligence, your oneness with the omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God. When you take time for that, that reflection, that contemplation empowers you, empowers us to be able to go forward and transform our experience. Again, the name of this show is Truth Transforms. So if truth transforms, that means that when you know the truth, things should be transformed. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He also said in that same chapter in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, I believe, he says, when the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Now, what is the Son? The Son is God's idea of itself within you. So when that idea of who you really are in spirit sets you free, you're really free. So it's important that you take time for the meditation. The scripture says, be still and know that I am God. This is what God was instructing the psalmist. Be still and know that I am God. What Jesus talked about when you pray, go into the closet. What is it? Step away. Step away from the concerns. Jesus many times and many of the other prophets in the Bible and other religions would go into the wilderness or the desert or, or, or in the, to the mountains and they would meditate and contemplate the things of spirit and, and allow the inner transmutation to happen so when they came back from their isolation 
They came back in power to transform lives. Third step, and we're going to go over back over these steps. Trust me, we're going to go back over them. The third step is study the healings of Jesus in the Bible. This is what I would suggest. Google or Bing or Safari or whatever search engine you use, go and look up all the healing miracles of Jesus. Go to your Bible and read them all. Every last Every healing that Jesus performed in the Gospels, look at them and start to look for common principles. Again, Jesus had a lot of people following him, not just because he was such a great uh, speaker, I'm sure he was, but he had a following because he could heal. And when I mean heal, again, we said he was a he was a conduit through which the healing presence and power of God worked. Because when you develop the healing consciousness, the healing consciousness flows through you, and it can work in any way that it needs to work. If that needs to be speak the word, if that means just hold somebody in the image, if that means if you're guided to do so, uh, uh, obviously with permission to touch someone, and that process brings about the healing. However, it works. God is not limited to our ways. The point of it is study the healing miracles of Jesus and look for the common principles. Look for the faith. Look for what Jesus said when he interacted with the people. Look at what wasn't said, et cetera, et cetera. Examples would be when Jesus would go to people and he would ask them, do you want to be healed? Sometimes people would give him the story. And the only thing Jesus was asking was, do you want to be healed? Not your story. Because we all have stories. Or he would say things like, your faith has made you whole. Or do you believe I'm able to do this? These are things that you want to look for. Look for the common principles in the healing miracles of Jesus. That matters a lot. And if you want to go beyond that, then once you have a firm grasp of the healing miracles of Jesus, and that a firm grasp does not mean, let me tell you what it does not mean. It does not mean you read it once and then you move on to something else. Studying the healing of Jesus in the Bible, all of the healing miracles of Jesus in the Bible means just that. Not read them. Study them. Get a pen and paper out. Dissect them. Work through them. Look for the common principles. And ask the inner spirit to guide you in the process. Because when you're guided in the process, what will end up happening is... Uh, things that w- will be revealed to you that maybe nobody else saw. Because the same spirit of truth that is within you is the same spirit of truth that was in every spiritual leader, teacher, guru, priest, prophet, etc., etc., founder of religions. It's the same God. So God can reveal something to you, through you that needs to be presented to the world that maybe somebody didn't see. Or maybe written in a way now that's contemporary for people to understand. The point of it is this. The healings of Jesus help get you into healing consciousness because you're, it, it helps you connect with the consciousness that was already established. Again, it's a collective consciousness that's involved in that. I'm not going to get deeply into that because that would be like super mystical. And that's not the point of this show today about collective consciousness and race consciousness and and you know the consciousness of 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 uh, of Jesus and et cetera, et cetera. That's for another show when I can uh, take all the time I need to explain that concept. The next point would be study 
a recommended book list. Now, I'm going to give you a recommended book list that I created. This is the fourth step, a recommended book list that I created specifically for this show. And what will happen is if you study this systematically, and again, the key word is study, not read it once, put it down. Study means you get your highlighter out, you get your pen, you get a notebook, you read something, you read it again, you're reading chapters three and four times, make sure you understand the points, take all the key points out of it, write it out, make sure you have a firm grasp on it, put them into practice, etc. So this is an overnight process that I'll be explaining. I, I want to make sure that I do give time to do this properly, so most likely I'll do this at the uh, after this first break. But my point of it is this. The book list is to study, to study, because when you actually put the study into practice, it really does make a difference. As Reverend Coleman used to always tell us when she was active in ministry, it works if you work it. What is the it? The it is the principle. Principle works when you work the principle, period. Principle works. When you work the principle. So when you, when you want to develop a healing consciousness, you have to work the principle. So when so I want to make sure that you do have all of the tools you need to help you work the principle. So the only thing I'm going to be doing with this book list when we come back from the break is to give you the opportunity to uh, study, have some information that you can study and work with uh and hopefully it will help the process. The book list is the fourth step. The next step will be, uh, fifth step will be something else. Anyway, I still want to hear from you, though. Call in at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. Just a reminder for people who do want to uh, hear me speak. Tonight I'll be speaking at Christ Universal Temple at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This service is not streamed. So you would have to be in the Chicagoland area and come out. I'm teaching Samson and Delilah, the metaphysical interpretation, talking about how uh, temptation pulls us off of our purpose. Also, I'll be speaking on Sunday at Christ Universal Temple. Uh, this service will be streamed 1030 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. And my topic will be the power of forgiveness. So if you have the opportunity to be here or tune in, make sure you please do that. And again, I would like to hear from you by calling in. So make sure you do that. That's at 888-558-6489. So we'll be right back with Truth Transforms and we'll answer your calls. We'll finish this five steps to developing a human healing consciousness. Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. 
In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. Before we go into my recommended book list reading, I want to remind you that Unity Online Radio is having a Unity Cruise in the Caribbean. You can log on to unity.fm. Or slash cruise and um, get the information. I believe it's also a link on the website that uh, right now as you're listening to this show. You can also call 800-828-4813 and make sure either online or through the phone that you let them know that Reverend Galen McDowell sent you. Also, please be reminded that this show and all of the shows on Unity Online Radio are supported by your donations. So as you have received, please freely give. Um, Let us practice the universal law. So as we are being fed, let's make sure that we support this uh, online ministry because it is impacting people's lives all over the world. Um, One of the things that I realized today that I didn't realize when I was younger was is not was is that we don't have um, new thought metaphysical principle centered churches or study groups or centers uh, all over the world like there are some other forms of religion and sometimes this might be the only way a person might actually hear these new thought principles so it's important that they have the opportunity to be able to hear these things and the way that happens if a person wants to hear it in south africa or in the soviet union or in the philippines or in the island of samoa is to be able to go online to on unity online radio and actually hear these principles because they don't have a church they don't have a teacher they don't have a center etc so the only way they can get this information is through stations like this websites like this so please make sure that you support it 
Now, let's get to my recommended book list. Again, we're talking about developing a healing consciousness, five steps to developing healing consciousness. The first step was affirmative prayer. The second step was meditation. The third step was study the healings of Jesus in the Bible, the healing miracles of Jesus, and look for the common principles. Fourth step is study my recommended book list. My first uh, recommended book would be The Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. This book gives all the fundamentals of healing along with examples, practical examples, and methods of application in everyday language. It is the first book I would recommend on healing. If a person needed to really work with the consciousness of healing before I would pick up any book and recommend any book, and I mean that literally, and I'm, I've read a lot of books on healing. Before I would recommend any book, I think I would recommend this one first because it covers all of the major subjects. So if you're talking about developing a healing consciousness, not just for yourself, but being a conduit through which the spirit of, of God can heal, transform, uh, and manifest as wholeness in people's lives, that means that you have to develop the consciousness and this book is an excellent tool for that. She gives, she talks about forgiveness. She talks denials and affirmations, how to use your imagination. Uh, you know, she she's fantastic. I can't um, I can't say enough about Catherine Ponder and any book that she she uh, has ever written. I would recommend them all. But as far as healing is concerned, I would recommend this book before I would recommend any other. I would strongly suggest you get it and you study it. But again, study does not mean Read it once and put it down and go on to the next thing. Study means get your highlighter out, your pen, get a notebook, study, pull out the common principles, read the chapters over and over again, make sure that it has you integrated. Jesus said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, which meant integrate or make this a part of who you are, the essence of who you are. And with these principles, you have to make them a part of your being. The next book, is Open Your Mind and Be Healed by Johnny Coleman. Now, uh, Johnny Coleman obviously was and is my spiritual mother and mentor. But the reason why I'm recommending this book is because it's also an easy read with a lot of practical application. Obviously, Reverend Coleman ordained me, but I can say that while she was active and all the ministers that I've personally been around, and I can only talk about my experience out of all the ministers that I've ever been around she had the strongest healing consciousness and I think that that matters a lot because I've seen people hug her and pass out under the power of the Holy Spirit right in front of me I've seen her pull people out of wheelchairs and take their canes and all other stuff that we see people on TV do and I know that it was real uh, because I wasn't a minister many times when I saw this stuff happening uh, so I'm telling you that it's a good book to read to get the fundamentals, but it's also a good book to get into the consciousness of somebody who really understood the principles of healing. Next uh, is, uh, recommendation is actually not a book. It's, the next point is get a good guided meditation CD. So I know this is a book list, but I think that having a CD in the midst of this helps the process. Now, again, this list that I'm giving is actually how I would, I'm suggesting you actually work with this material. So read the dynamic laws of healing, study it, study it, and then study it again, 
get open your mind to be healed by Johnny Coleman, study it, study it, put it in practice, get you a good guided meditation CD, which can be done at the same time as you're doing these uh, other books. Uh, I recommend uh, Creative Visualization Meditations CD. Creative Visualization Meditation CD. Now, the reason why I'm saying meditation is because it's a Creative Visualization CD. But I'm talking about Creative Visualization Meditation CD by Shakti Gawain. S-H-A-K-T-I-G-A-Y-A-I-N. Why? Because she has guided meditation, breathing meditations, visualization meditations. You don't have to do them all. What it does is it helps you. She helps you get centered. She helps you work with your consciousness. She works with affirmations, and I think it's a good CD. Uh, and it helps you get present because it allows you to, as I mentioned earlier, with the meditation step, be still and know. So this the the meditation CD goes back to step two. Sometimes when you're meditating, um, you know, sometimes you might have a hard time centering the mind on an idea. What the guided meditation does is it helps you center your mind, and that's always a great thing. Uh, uh, so I would recommend Creative Visualization Meditation CD. Wayne Dyer has uh, some excellent material, Meditations for Manifesting. Uh, he also has a book with a CD called Getting in the Gap, which has some meditations on how to use breath and sound to uh, to uh, work with meditation. He calls get meditation getting in the gap, getting in the space between thoughts. And I also really like Kelly Howell. Uh, Kelly Howell is H-O-W-E-L-L. She has a website. You can Google her as well. Uh, she has some excellent meditation guided CD. She does things with brainwave therapy as well to help you get the brainwave levels down and et cetera. Excellent material. But the, moment, the point is getting yourself still so you can work through the process. That's the key. Getting yourself still so you can work through the process. Next point. Excuse me. Next book is... The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. The study of this book will give you a great understanding of the law of mind that supports our religion. Chapters four through six uh, focus on healing, and they're excellent. But the whole book is good because what Joseph Murphy does is he shows you that it's not about your religion. It's not about your holy book, and it's not about your religious teachers. It's about your mind. Okay, it's written in a simple way to to help people realize that we can we can put all of the frosting on the cake we want, but when it all when you take all the frosting off, and you're dealing with just the pound cake. Pound cake is good because the pound cake is the essence of what it really is. The frosting is the religion. The truth is, we're working with laws of mind. And what he does is shows how the conscious and subconscious mind in particular really work with manifesting uh, in our lives. I, I highly recommend the book. I think I've taught this book four times, so like 15 weeks at a time in the Johnny Coleman Institute in Chicago. I love the book, and I would highly recommend it because it really helps people get to the space of understanding what it's really about. Next book is Christian Healing by Charles Fillmore. This book covers the fundamental new thought metaphysics from the unity point of view. He talks about truth about God, truth about man, how to work with thought, how to, uh, and he also talks about how to work with some of your inner spiritual faculties. So this book starts to go deeper. So now we're doing a turn. And the first 
three books, Dynamic Laws of Healing, Open Your Mind, Be Healed, and Power Your Subconscious Mind, gives you good fundamentals written in nice, easy language, along with the guided CD, helps give you a great uh, foundation. When you start dealing with Christian healing, it is now giving you some stuff to really, really start to really get into the essence of the deepness of what healing is. The book also has affirmations at the end of every chapter to help you work with the idea that was taught in the chapter. Beautiful book. It's absolutely beautiful book. So I would strongly recommend. And it's Charles Fillmore's first book. And it has a Charles Fillmore really didn't write books. He wrote articles that they put in the books. But you could tell that he wrote all of these articles in a way that was intended to work with each other because it has a different flow than some of his later writings. Uh, the next book is The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. Now, this is a gigantic book, but this book is a spiritual practitioner's dream. It's an absolute dream for a person who wants to develop and become a spiritual practitioner, a person that helps people uh, through prayer, through spiritual mind treatment, through, uh, you know, holding consciousness with them. It has everything a practitioner would need to be effective in it. Everything. Part two of the book, Spiritual Mind Healing Ideation, teaches the principles of spiritual healing. Part three of the book, Spiritual Mind Healing, the practice, shows you how to apply the principles. So when you are working with, okay, now that I've developed these uh, this consciousness. I really want to put this stuff into practice with folks. This book will give you some really good insight on how it works and how to work it when you're dealing with other people as a spiritual practitioner. Again, um, it's important that you realize that when a person says they want to be a spiritual practitioner, when you say you want to be a spiritual practitioner, when you say you want to develop a healing consciousness, that their their way is a certain mindset that goes along with it, and it's good that a person lays some tracks for us to follow. <clears throat> the last book that I would recommend is The Art of Spiritual Healing by Joel Goldsmith. This book covers the mystical levels of healing that can be grasped once the metaphysics of healing have been understood and practiced. He also covers the mindset of a healer and the necessity to trust the omnipresent good of God and not your five senses. He really drills that home in this book. He says in this book many times uh, how we need to get to the space of really understanding what it means when we say there's only one presence and one power. That's my language of how he would state it. You need a good background to read Joe Goldsmith in general, in my opinion. You definitely need a good background in spiritual healing to totally grasp his ideas because they will seemingly contradict the other materials that you've read. For instance, Goldsmith doesn't believe in training your subconscious. He doesn't believe in visualization or visioning. He doesn't uh, believe in you know a whole bunch of uh, denials and affirmations and a whole bunch of stuff. He was simple. Know the truth about God. Know the nature of error that is that is impersonal, that is not real, has no principle to stand behind it. And he believed in power of prayer and meditation. He taught those three things. Every book that he that he has, he has more books than anybody in New Thought because he they just transcribed his lessons. 
are only talking about basically three things, but he deals mainly with the mysticism of it. I mean, he really deals in the deeper aspects of, so when you get to working with it from where he's coming from, and again, when he wrote or was speaking and they transcribed his material, this was after years of being a Christian science practitioner and then breaking away and creating his own movement, The Infinite Way, when he was still a a, a practitioner, where people would come to him or pray pray with him or write him so he can hold them in consciousness for healing. So this isn't a man who is writing down theory. This was his livelihood. This was his job. And he understood what it meant to hold the consciousness for somebody to the place to where we can behold the spiritual wholeness in an individual. You know, he would he would lovingly say that, you know, I'm not sending energy anywhere. I'm not sending thought anywhere. I'm taking that person's image in my consciousness and I'm lifting my consciousness up. And as Jesus said, when I when I if I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So when we lift our consciousness up, those who we are holding on to in consciousness are lifted up when we are lifted up. So when we do our inner work, they're lifted up with us. So this is why it is important that you have a good foundation when you're reading the art of spiritual healing by Joel Goldsmith because if you don't you will say well wait a minute he's saying don't do this but Fillmore said do that or he says do this and Ernest Holmes said do that he's going he's going to contradict people that's just the nature of Goldsmith the point of it is they're not contradicting each other they're just talking about the same thing at different levels sometimes Goldsmith Fillmore and Holmes are all mystics all of them. But at the same time, uh, Goldsmith many times would just say, hey, jump to the top of the roof. But that was because he was writing at a level that he was at at the time he was writing, whereas because Holmes and Fillmore, this is my opinion, obviously, um, were working from the ground level, had churches and groups and etc. They gave fundamentals on how people can step up to those levels of consciousness. And I think out of the people who did that, I think Ernest Holmes was the most effective. He really sat down and wanted to make sure that people understood what he was uh, talking about. So, you know, he made sure that he had a textbook that everybody could follow. Now, when I come back from the break, we're going to give my fifth step because the recommended book reading was the fourth step on my five steps to developing a healing consciousness. Um, and once I do this five steps, obviously we'll have time. Hopefully if some of you all have any questions, you can give me a call. So I want to make sure that you do have that opportunity. You can call at 888-558-6489 and make sure that, um, you check me out. Also, I do want to remind you that in the, in August, I will be speaking at the uh, Panorama of Truth conference in Toronto for, uh, for the Universal Foundation for Better Living and you can go to www.ufbl.org to get more information on that. So the the main thing is, again, today is as we wrap up this healing uh, series, I want to make sure that you have all of the tools. Make sure you go back over and listen to the shows and make sure that if you want to work with this, I'm trying to give you a roadmap that you can follow that will help the process. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with True Transforms.
If you've tuned in for Touching the Stillness with host Reverend Paulette Pipe, then you know the power of her soul-stirring meditations. And if her programs leave you wanting more, you can purchase her meditation CD, Touching the Stillness, and you'll be able to take Paulette's calming voice along with you wherever you go. This enthralling CD contains three separate self-contained meditations that can either be listened to in one sitting or one at a time. Whatever your preference, Paulette's mesmerizing voice will transport you beyond thoughts and sounds to a sacred place of stillness and soul remembrance. So go ahead, enliven your meditation practice with the Touching the Stillness CD from Reverend Paulette Pipe and let the stillness touch you. To obtain your copy, go to www.unity.org and click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop. Did you know that most of us operate on autopilot and don't even realize it? In fact, psychologists suggest automatic behavior has become the rule of thumb these days. Jesse Harriet wants to talk with you about how to make the switch from barely thriving and functioning to living a fully functioning, conscious, and purposeful life. The all is mind, and so are you. Call in with your questions and comments for Jesse Live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central Time on Living on Purpose, where we blend psychology and ancient wisdom. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Alright, welcome back. We are talking about the, the five steps to developing healing consciousness, and now we're at the fifth step. The fifth step is Develop a prayer list, and I would suggest at the beginning to keep it small, five people or less, and pray for the people or with the people on the list by speaking the word for them, affirmative prayer, then take the thought of them into meditation or visualization for a few minutes daily. Now, the key to this is daily. Make sure you are one of the five. In other words, if you have a list of five people you're praying for daily, make sure that you're one of those five. I'm not saying you're limited to this. The reason why I'm saying five people or less is to initially just kind of focus your energy and intent instead of I'm praying for the world. And that's great. But, you know, let's put some intent behind it with some individuals right now. Again, these are just suggestions. If you're led by the spirit do something else than do that by all means none of these things are rules none of these things are laws only thing I'm doing is trying to help you by giving you a systematic way of working with these principles and how to develop them this is the action step charity begins at home 
that's why you make sure that you're one of the people on the list. Now, practice what you've learned. In other words, what you've been studying, what you've been reading, what you've been meditating about, et cetera, et cetera, on the five names. And you don't even have to tell them if you don't want to. You can just hold them in prayer. Sometimes it's just easier to do that uh, without it, you know, if, especially if you think it's going to be some conflict with, with the situation or you can't communicate why. Now, now this is key. When you're praying uh, for or with somebody is that you don't come from the standpoint that you're trying to fix them. This is really important. You're not coming from the consciousness that you're trying to fix them. You're coming from the standpoint of you're beholding the wholeness in God, the spiritual nature. You're not beholding the stuff you don't like and trying to change them and change, change them and fix them and, and, you know, do a spiritual makeover. What you're only doing is recognizing that they're the image and likeness of God, an expression of God, a child of God, whatever term you like to, you like to use. But the main point is that you're not trying to fix them. Keep that in mind. Now, do this for a month and then change the list every month. So if you have five names, four are other people's names, one is yours. Make sure your name is on every list. And then change the list the next month. They say, well, what if the person didn't have the demonstration? Again, you're working the principles out right now. This is practice. It's no different than any other sport or, or, or art. You're developing it. But the way you have to do it is, okay, you pray for somebody for a month. Now you release that. And I would suggest also that whatever you were praying for with yourself after you prayed it for a month, go to something else. Release it. Now, you can come back to it, but release it because after a while, it has to be a step where you release what you prayed to the universe to allow, to allow it to fulfill itself. Now, once you do this for a month, do it this several months daily. In other words, every day you have a list of five being one of them, that you are speaking the word, you're taking the thought of them in meditation or visualization for a few minutes daily. That's all you're doing. You're, you're speaking the word for them, and you're taking them, taking them in consciousness with you as you do your meditation or visualization. That's it. If you do that for a couple of minutes every day for, the, for the, yourself and the four other people on your list, what that will do is help you develop the consciousness to where you're consistently connecting to your own spirituality. You're recognizing your own uh, oneness and relationship with God. And, it's, and that connection will help guide you in other dynamics. It'll show up in your own life and others as the peace, as the love, as the prosperity, as the wholeness, as the wisdom, as the guidance that's needed, as the divine order, whatever is necessary for that process. And if you do this daily, and again, the key word is daily. Why? Because it's a practice. It's an art. It's like piano. It's like the guitar. It's like running track. It's like playing basketball. It's like doing football, whatever. You can't become a master of anything that you don't practice. So if you want to become a master in spiritual things, you have to put the practice in. You have to do the inner work. This isn't read the book every blue moon. This isn't read it right before I go to bed. This isn't... uh you know, only on Sundays or whatever day you go to church or your center or your prayer group or whatever. This is daily work. If you 
because if you want to be a conduit through which God can heal, you got to put the work in. There's no way around it. So as you do this, do this every month until spirit guides you on how to either expand or decrease your list. You might end up with a list of 20. You might end up with a list of two. But if you keep going within and connecting to the spirit, the spirit will take tell you how to take this process. And it will evolve. It will teach you. It will instruct as long as you're going in and, and taking care of the inner work daily. So, again, just to review the steps, the first step, five steps to developing a healing consciousness. First one is affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment. Uh, the second step was meditation, guided or silent. It doesn't make a difference. Music or whatever, however you need to do it. Meditate on scriptures. Meditate on affirmations. It will lead you into the silence. The third step is study the healings of Jesus in the Bible. Google all the healing miracles of Jesus and look for the common principles. Four, study my recommended book list. First book was Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. Uh, the second book was Open Your Mind and Be Healed by Johnny Coleman. The uh, third recommendation was Get a Good Guided Meditation CD. I recommended create, Creative Visualization Meditation CD by Shakti Gawain. Also mentioned that Wayne Dyer and Kelly Howe have excellent meditation CDs. Excellent. Uh, fourth uh, step to, uh, excuse me, next book as a part of my recommended uh, book list is, is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Uh, the next book was Christian Healing by Charles Fillmore. <clears throat> the next book was The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And the last book was The Art of Spiritual Healing by Joel Goldsmith. The fifth step I just covered was develop a prayer list uh, of five people or yourself and four others. And what you're going to do on the list is simply speak the word for them. Use the affirmative prayer. That's what I mean by speak the word for them. Use the spiritual mind treatment or whatever you need to do. Then take the thought of them into meditation or visualization for a few minutes daily, each person. Um, and as you do that, after one month, change the list. Keep your name on the list, but change the list. But whatever you were praying about about yourself, change it to something else. Uh, so if you're praying about prosperity, pray for wisdom. If you're praying about wisdom, pray for love or whatever. But change the prayer. That helps. All right. And as you do that, the spirit will take over from there. So don't have a lot of time, obviously, to uh, to take calls. If, if it is a call, I, I could take it at this point. Uh, but I do want to let you know what's coming up. Uh, starting next week, we're going to I'm going to start teaching a series called Genesis, the creative process. And we're going to take the seven steps to the uh, creation story. In Genesis chapter one. And uh, what we're going to do is day by day, actually go into each step and what it means. Now, it's seven steps. I probably will take eight shows to teach the seven steps, because before you get to the first step, some definite things that we need to cover first. So most likely it'll be eight weeks long. And <clears throat> what it'll do is it will help. Uh, if you put it into practice, obviously, because it works if you work it, is help show you how an idea comes into manifestation. We're going to go into each day in detail. Okay, what does uh, let there be light mean? What 
does let that be firmament in the midst of the waters? What does it mean, you know, to be created in the image and likeness of God in the context of bringing ideas into manifestation? So it's really important that you get that. Also, as um, as you're working with the consciousness of working with the uh, with the book of Genesis, I think it will help really dispel some things that maybe we take literally, <clears throat> but really have great metaphysical significance. So it's important that we recognize that. So I want to make sure that we do have the opportunity to uh, study it and, and study it without having to rush through it. Normally, when I've heard it taught, it's normally never taught as uh, something that you do, do week after week, not in a unless it's a classroom setting and not even in a classroom setting. Actually, I think the only person I've ever heard do it uh, week by week is Eric Butterworth. And um, obviously Eric Butterworth, if, if you're not familiar with him, was and is an absolute giant. His book, Discover the Power Within You, as an overall book, A New Thought, would be one of the top five books I've ever re read personally, uh, Discover the Power Within You. But anyway. So I'll be covering Genesis, the creative process, and it'll be on chapter one. Once I finish chapter one, then I'll make a decision on whether I want to go into the Adam and Eve story and all of that type of stuff as a possibility. Uh, but I do want I'm leaving that open as an option. But right now, I can't say if I will or not. Again, just a reminder, uh, I'll be speaking tonight at Christ Universal Temple for the Bible 365 lesson. And I'll be teaching on Samson and Delilah, showing how. Temptation can pull us from our purpose. And on Sunday, I'll be also speaking uh, at Christ Universal Temple on during the Sunday lesson, which will also be live streamed for those who don't live in the Chicagoland area at www.cutemple.org. And I'll be teaching the power of forgiveness. Uh, make sure you come out. It's going to be a strong, powerful lesson. As all the lessons are at Christ Universal Temple. Come out and check us out. Come out and check out our senior minister, Reverend uh, Derek B. Wells, and let's make sure that, you know, we are committed together, whether we're members of Christ Universal Temple Unity or the XYZ Baptist Church, Muslim Church, Hindu Church down the street. We're all talking about transforming the world through love, through peace, through harmony, through joy. So we want to make sure that we are coming together in collective consciousness because we have great work to do. And we're committed to making sure that that happens. Now, with that, obviously, we didn't have any calls today. I'm going to assume, uh, uh, like someone said to me before, that the reason why no one called because they didn't want to stop my flow. So hopefully that is the case. I pray. And I hope that this healing series has been beneficial to you. Go back. Listen to the old shows. A lot of information has been given on those shows. Uh, a lot of practical application, a lot of steps. Make sure that you go over them. And if you so choose to, you can follow the methodology that I gave today, which will allow you to work with this consciousness yourself. So until next week, you're in my love and in my consciousness. You take care. God bless you. And I will hear from you next week. Join in and join me for Truth Transforms. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio.
This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the quest for prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course, because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. 
I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.